So did you know that every single one of us, we've all got our own little built-in de-streaking? <laughs> that ruined a really good moment in there. Mummy's trying to film this podcast and you're shouting in the background. That's right. What's it called? I don't know. It's called a... Castle. No, not a castle. A podcast. Podcast. That's right. A podcast. Is there anything that you can't say? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You're the best boy in the whole... World. That's right, you are. Hello, my beautiful little lovers. I didn't know where that one was going to (laughs) go. Literally did not know where that one was going to go. I was just sat here like, I'm going to say the first thing that comes to my head. And that was the first thing that came to my head. So I hope you guys don't mind that you're all my lovers now. Is that okay? I mean, to be honest, I'm going to be kept busy if that's the case, because we are in 12 countries with this podcast. There's going to be a lot of you guys to get through. (laughs) I'm going to be a busy girl. Welcome back to Heart to Heart. I hope you guys are all well. I hope you're thriving. I hope you're surviving. Baby girl here. Let me just tell you something, okay? This is actually the second time today I'm filming this podcast. I just spent an hour and 20 minutes, literally, the clip was an hour and 20 minutes long, filming a podcast that I thought was a great podcast episode, which should have been this one, and basically I went to replay it and it was muffled. I've been muffled. I don't know what happened, but it's not a good situation. So this is the second time I'm filming this, but do you know what? We move. It's all good. I'm excited to refilm it. And you know what? I always feel like when things don't go right the first time, what is the reason for it? Is it because you didn't say everything you wanted to say? Is it because you want a second chance? I don't know. We're going to go with it. I'm excited to refilm it. And maybe this will be better than the other one was going to be. So we're looking at the positives. We're not stressing. And yeah, we're all good. So my initial plan was I had like a two hour window. I was going to spend like an hour doing the podcast, which went over to an hour and 20 minutes. Then I was going to go film a YouTube video and then wake baby boy up. But because of all the technical difficulties, basically we ran out of time. So what that means, dear listener, is that today baby boy may or may not, depending on how it goes, be in the background of today's episode. I'm sorry. Actually, no, do you know what? I'm not sorry because this is part of my life I'm a mum and usually I would be like right I'll wait till tomorrow like I'll wait till tomorrow when he's having a nap but tomorrow he might not have a nap and then I wouldn't get the podcast done so I'm just gonna ask you guys to be really really patient with me if the sound quality is a little bit muffled in places if there's a little two and a half year old human in the background shouting and screaming I apologize But again, just letting go of the expectation that things are going to be perfect all the time. We've got to work with what we've got, right? So we're going to crack on with today's episode and I hope it's okay. I'm hoping and praying that it's okay for you guys. So today's episode is all about stress. Funnily enough, it's all about stress after the afternoon I've just had. 
<laughs> this is gonna be good. I literally sat, let me just paint the picture. So I was filming the podcast. I was kneeling on the floor on a cushion. I had my elbows on a little coffee table that was like right in front of me. So I was leaning on that and I had my hands up, my palms facing this guy basically, right? And I held a blanket for an hour and 20 minutes over the top of my head. My arms were shaking. I've hurt my neck. It's all just went to shit, but do you know what? It's actually funny. Like, don't get me wrong, I was on Instagram and I had a little, like, two minutes of, why is this happening? <laughs> I'm over it because it's going to be fine. It's going to work out. We're not stressing. We're too blessed to be stressed, okay? But before we get started with that, I just want to say thank you so much for all of the love on last week's episode. It was so funny to me because when I posted last week's episode, I was feeling frantic, like you guys know that. And we went on our holiday, which by the way, thank you for asking. It was really, really good. I had so many lovely messages saying, enjoy yourself. Don't stress about the podcast. Like everything's good. And obviously I didn't miss an upload, but I think you guys could sense that I was a little bit like, I've got all this stuff to do and I don't want to let anyone down and I don't want to miss any uploads and all of that stuff. So that was where I was and I managed to get it done. Everything got done. I mean, I was pretty much working until the minute we left the house, but I'm just so grateful for it. Even though at times things can be a little bit stressful and I've got so much to do, I'm so grateful for it. I love it. Like my podcast and my YouTube are literally like my safe places. They're where I feel most myself. I can be me. I don't care. Like it's just my place that is where I belong. So this stuff for me is just such a huge blessing and I would not want it any other way. And I went on holiday and do you know what? It was so good. I finally feel like for the first time I was able to switch off. One of my worries about going away is because my brain is so active and because I'm at home with the wee one all the time, I sometimes feel like there's not a lot of time to get stuff done because obviously he is my main priority like that's where my time goes and then when he goes to bed I'm doing like all the cleaning and all the other stuff I've got to do so my worry with going away is that that would be taken away from me and I wouldn't be able to catch up with the things that I wanted to do at home but I can safely say not one time did I think about all the stuff I was missing at home and I think that just goes to show like how much work I've been putting into myself and how much I've been trying to just not give myself a hard time all the time. So being on that holiday was proof for me that I am able to turn off when I need to and it was just so good. We pretty much spent the whole time, not the whole time, like not the whole three days walking, that would be extreme. But we went for walks the whole time and we had ice cream and we had Chinese and we had fish and chips and just all the good stuff. It was just so good and so needed. I actually did a little YouTube video. The YouTube video I put up on my channel was a mini staycation it's called. The video was mainly like me packing and just talking shit to you guys and then I did a little like seven, six and a half, seven minute clip at the end where it was just like walks and stuff. I didn't film anyone, didn't really film me. It was just like the scenery and all of that good stuff. And to be honest, I actually forgot until the second day that I took my camera and then I started doing little bits of filming here and there. 
So off the back of last week's podcast, I got so many messages from you guys and this is what I'm most thankful for. I'm so grateful that you guys related to last week's episode. Like even my friends are like, it was so relatable and I'm really, really grateful for that because like I said last week, I don't want this episode to sound like I'm coming on here and I'm going on holiday, but I'm going to like moan about it. It was very much just an episode of letting you guys know that I go through all of this stuff too. I feel the highs and the lows just like you guys do. And sometimes I think when you watch someone online or you listen to their podcast and they're happy all the time, sometimes it can feel like, well, what is wrong with my life? Because I don't always feel that way. And I think it's important every now and again to just show who you truly are and show, I mean, I do that anyway, like every time I upload to YouTube or here, that is who I am. You may see different sides to me. You may see sometimes where I'm like, woohoo, and like running around and things are great. That's one side to me, but then there's other sides where I'm like calm and chilled out. And I think it's just good for you guys to see that people go through bad stuff too. Not that anything bad happened, it was just a whirlwind of feeling like nothing was organised, nothing was done, everything was like last minute. And that's stressful when you feel like you do everything by yourself. That is something I feel all the time, that I'm doing this thing by myself, and that is hard. I think it's okay to have two different narratives. I think it's fine to be like, yay, I'm going on holiday, it's going to be amazing, I can't wait for all of these new experiences and to do something new and to be with my family and just not think about things. And then I think it's equally okay to be like, but I'm not ready and I've got everything to pack, I've got to make sure we've got our first aid kit in case anything happens, got to pack medication, got to pack like three sets of clothes for the little one, make sure he's got enough nappies, make sure he's got his wipes, make sure he's got his books, his teddies, which by the way, are crucial for his routine at bedtime and nap time. And you know what? We left them at home by accident and it went fine. So again, things do work out. But yeah, I think it's just so normal to go through those feelings of feeling happy and excited for something, but also nervous and also dreading it a little bit. That is okay. Your feelings are valid no matter how you feel, no matter how many different emotions you feel, you are allowed to feel two different ways at the one time. When I posted through the week, what do you guys want to see? Like, what episode do you want me to do next? People said stress. And that for me is just a massive sign that we're all going through the same things. Not the same situations, but we feel the same way. And I think with it coming up to Christmas time, and it's not a happy time for a lot of people, there's a lot going on in the world. So I'm hopefully going to provide a little bit of de-stress for you guys today. (laughs) That is the goal anyway. And by the way, I've got a little bit of science to share with you guys, which I'm very excited about. Right, my child is going to be coming through in a couple of seconds. Pray for me that this is going to go well. I've actually been doing a tiny little bit of reading this week and you guys will probably know that I love to learn about the body, I love to learn about the mind, I just like to know what's going on with us because sometimes I think it's so crazy that we have so much emphasis on like the outside of us, so like what we look like, whereas inside of us there is a whole operating system going on like our heart works without us doing anything our brain works without us doing anything like we go to sleep at night time and it's just normal that we just lie there for like eight hours like to me that is crazy and I just think it's so amazing we can grow humans inside of us I think it's just so 
crazy and it just makes me feel, I know this is really cheesy, it just makes me feel really proud to be a human. (laughs) And I know that's a little bit probably quite lame, but do you know what? I don't care about being cool. I just care about being human. So I'm just going to say it how it is. I think it's just so cool. Like, how amazing are we? We're fucking amazing. So like I said, I've been doing some reading and some learning this week. And I just wanted to share with you guys what I found out because I think it's so cool. So did you know that every single one of us, we've all got our own little built-in de-strecking? <laughs> that ruined a really good moment there. So did you know that our bodies actually have their own built-in de-stressing mechanism? That is so cool. It's called the vagus nerve and I don't know if you guys have heard of this before. I feel like it's all over the internet because I think people are becoming more and more aware that we can, like we've got the power to help ourselves more than we thought we did in terms of like things we can do to boost our mood and de-stress us and just make us feel better in general like we can do so much to change how we feel and I think it's become quite a big thing now which I am all for I'm so happy about that I first heard of this vagus nerve thing when Mel Robbins spoke about it in her book and I just found it so fascinating so I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I've read about it I'm not going to get too deep into it because I don't want it to get too complicated. Like, if you're not interested in this kind of thing, I don't want it to be boring. But basically, the vagus nerve is actually the primary component of the parasympathetic nervous system. PNS for short, what the cool kids would probably say. By the way, the parasympathetic nervous system is fucking delightful. We love it. We love it. When it's stimulated, it triggers your body into rest, digest and repair, which by the way, is exactly what we need. We need rest, we need to digest our food and our body needs to repair after a long hard day of being a fucking human in this day and age. We need that shit, okay? So the vagus nerve is one long nerve that runs from your brain to your abdomen and it's responsible for loads of different things. So your heartbeat, breathing, digestion and when it's activated, your body enters a state of rest which allows us to sleep well, it helps digest our food, reduces stress and anxiety, which again we love, and it decreases inflammation. Inflammation in the body isn't a good thing. It can cause things like arthritis and like different diseases. And to be honest, inflammation is a big part of why people are ill. Like we know that more and more now because of like doctors and like information online. Like we know this stuff now. So obviously the vagus nerve is very important. And with all of that said, we can stimulate it quite easily. And doing so is very, very beneficial to us. And I didn't actually realise how simple it was to do that. I kind of thought like there's just some things in life that you can't change. But I'm learning more and more now, like I mentioned earlier on, that there's so much we can do to change these things and it's craziness like when you read about it this is so easy to do so some things that can stimulate the vagus nerve is things like having a 30 second cold shower cold showers are so beneficial to us like they just wake you up they make you feel alive like they just I don't really know all the science behind it but it just makes you feel really good so cold shower singing we're not all blessed in that department but singing is very good for stimulating the vagus nerve 
laughing as well and we all know laughing is just the best medicine isn't it and things like yoga and meditation obviously are really good too because they just help relax you I think anything that makes you relaxed or makes you feel good will probably stimulate the vagus nerve so hopefully you love that little segment I just wanted to share that with you guys because I think the more we know the more powerful we feel. Like if you know all this stuff and you're like, right, I'm having a bad day, I feel stressed, I need to stimulate this vagus nerve. And then you're like, okay, I'll go for a shower, I'll do some singing, I'll laugh. Like all of these things are free. Obviously the shower part isn't free. We know that, right? It's a little bit more complicated for that one. But I feel like when you know that you can make tiny little changes to make yourself feel better, it gives you the power to know that we're not always just stuck in this phase. We do have the power to change. Like I said, baby boy is joining us now, so there might be a little bit of thrashing and bashing from his toys. So on our Instagram story this morning, I put a little question box asking you guys to let us know what you do to de-stress. My child is bagging, that's fine. Hopefully you guys can't hear that. Can you build mummy a tower? Go on then with your blocks. So the first one was walk, run, sometimes eat my feelings. I can relate to the eating your feelings thing, but baby girl, I cannot relate to running. I don't run. You would not want to see me running. (laughs) The second one, go to the gym, put on some headphones and forget the world exists for an hour or so. I really like that because music for me is so powerful. I love nothing more than when I'm feeling down than to just put music on in my headphones. I feel like it's got to be in your headphones. I feel like it blocks the world out more when you put them through headphones rather than like just play it through your phone or like the Alexa or whatever. Shouldn't have said that word. It gets me out of my head for a while. The third one, walk the dog, some self-care, bake or cook, delicious food, bath or listen to your podcast. I'm sorry, but I cannot even believe that I'm part of people's like little routine for feeling better. Like that doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm so grateful. I love that. And I love the bath one. I find them so healing. I just bloody love them. I think they're great. And then the last one I'm going to read out is try to be alone, cry if needed, sleep it off, chamomile tea and watch comedy to lighten the mood. I really like this one because when I'm going through something, I do kind of distance myself away from everyone just for like a couple of days and then I can talk about it. I mentioned this last week, but cry if needed is so powerful. Like that is such a powerful message because I think we're almost taught not to cry or that it's a bad thing to cry. But honestly, I think it is so powerful because when you cry, you let your feelings out. And when you're letting them out, you're dealing with your feelings in a healthy way and it actually makes you feel better. Like if you needed to cry and you were just feeling sad and angry and you kept all of that inside of you, those feelings are going to come out regardless of whether you think they are. I think a lot of people, only because we've kind of been taught this throughout our whole life, think that if you cry, you're not strong. And that is so not true. It's actually a strength to cry because you're being vulnerable and you're being fragile. Especially if you cry in front of someone else because you almost give them the power of seeing you broken. And I just think it's such an amazing thing to do for yourself. I really do. And it honestly just makes you feel so much better. And also, I love the comedy part because laughing is so good for you. One of my favourite comedians, Michael McIntyre, I will watch him if I'm feeling sad and he just cracks me up. I actually seen him live twice and he was so good. But yeah, it's true. Laughter is the best medicine. 
honestly I think it's just so powerful to share your experiences and to share what works for you. So as requested from you guys I'm going to talk about some things that help me feel better when I'm feeling a little bit stressed. So the first thing that I do when I'm having a little bit of a stressful moment is to take a step back and I know that that sounds such an easy thing but it's something that's actually quite difficult to do and the reason I do that is actually called metacognition. I spoke about this a few weeks ago, maybe two episodes ago I want to say. When you are feeling overwhelmed or stressed, literally, you are in fight or flight. Like, your body is panicking, right? You've got alarm bells going off, like, your body's like, what the fuck's happening here? You're just not your usual self, right? You're feeling panicked, you're feeling stressed, you're just feeling negative feelings, right? And when you are feeling that way, you can't think straight. Like, you physically cannot think straight. So by taking a step back, like for a few minutes or like an hour or so, and just putting everything down and being like, right, I'm just going for a little while. And you take yourself away. What you do is you actually allow space between you and your thoughts, you and your feelings. And it just lets you see where you are. It just allows you to think clearly. So that's the first thing I try and do. The second thing I like to do, and this is like the one I do all the time if I'm feeling like overwhelmed with things that I have got on that day, I get a piece of paper and I split it into three different sections. I have spoke about this before, I think episode one. So I split it into the three sections and I call them urgent, important and not important. So the reason for that is personally for me, I always feel like everything is a priority. Everything's urgent. And that makes me feel like I don't know where to start and I don't know like what thing has to be done first. So I like to split it into the three columns. So something like urgent would be like pay a bill or go to a doctor appointment. Like that's urgent. Like obviously that's you know, like there's a time frame on that kind of thing. So that's got to be done urgently. Important things are things that have to be done, but not like right this second. And then not that important is maybe something like post a letter that you've got like a week to send away or something. And I know that that probably sounds really straightforward, but don't overlook this because sometimes we've just got so many thoughts going on and it's difficult to direct your focus. And this just helps me massively to see what actually has to be done now. And then the last one, create a stress relief toolkit. I absolutely love this idea. It does exactly what it says on the tin. The idea behind it is that anytime you're feeling stressed, you literally have a little toolkit of things that you know are going to help you feel a little bit better. Obviously, this is going to be different for everyone. Everyone's going to have different things that help and other things that don't. And I think any time that you're taking the time for yourself will make you feel better most of the time because you're sending a message to your brain and to yourself that I matter. I'm a priority. I'm important. I deserve this time. And you do. So I'm going to share some things that really help me. This is like my personal little stress relief toolkit. Obviously, there's probably things I need to add to this, but this is like a very brief, like things that really, really help me. And I've spoke about some of these before. I love to journal, but what I would say is I journal quite a lot on my phone. And I think that's not always helpful because in my phone, like in the notes section, I've got things I need to do, things I need to catch up with. 
What I would say is journaling on paper is so much better than doing it on your phone. I find when I do it on my phone, I feel like it doesn't actually help me that much because in my phone, like in the notes section, I've got things that need to be done, appointments I need to attend. Whereas on paper, I like to rip the paper up and burn it. I like to burn that (laughs) to make it feel like I'm burning all the negativity away. So journaling is good, but definitely writing it rather than like typing it on my phone meditation and alongside that is deep breathing. Again, I've spoken about this before, meditation is just so good for relaxation and equally to that, taking really, really deep belly breaths, literally feeling like when you breathe, you're blowing a balloon up in your belly, like that's how it's meant to feel. And I like to do the pattern of breathing for three, hold for four and breathe out for five. The trick with this is anytime you breathe out, the out breath has to be longer than the in breath. So like I said, breathe in for three, hold for four and then breathe out for five. The out breath always has to be longer. What that does is it calms your nervous system down, which is exactly what we want when we're feeling stressed. And I just find it to be so helpful. And like 10 minutes of that really helps you to feel like so much better. Gratitude and affirmations kind of go hand in hand for me. I just like to do little lists every day, even in my phone. Sometimes I just think out loud, sometimes I write it down and it just makes me feel grateful. But what gratitude does for me is it just reminds me of everything good in my life and it reminds me of how lucky I am to have what I have. So I love to do gratitude. Alongside that, I love an affirmation. You guys know that. Affirmations have actually transformed my life and I have mentioned that before. But what I've noticed affirmations do is when you first start out doing them and you've never really done them before, it feels like a lie. It feels like you're talking shit. But it's actually just become a way of life for me now. So before I would say, I am strong, I am powerful, I am beautiful. And I would be like, yeah, um, okay, cool. But now I actually like, I don't even need to try with those things because I know it's true. And that can probably sound a little bit arrogant to some people. But I think there's a fine line between arrogance and just being confident within yourself. And now when I say to myself, you're powerful, you've got this, you can handle anything, you can do anything you want to do. I believe it. It's just become a way of life. And that's when you know that the affirmations have worked. It's so powerful. I love to go a walk, just get out in the fresh air, get out in the nature, just breathe some fresh air and get a little bit of exercise at the same time. Alongside that, one of my favourite things to do, dance around the house to Beyonce. I mean, do we not all do that or is that just me? I love it. It makes me feel like a powerful queen. Exactly how she probably feels. The next one is hug someone. I think it's if you hug someone for 20 or 30 seconds, like there's signs to show that it releases all these amazing like loving chemicals in your body, which again is so amazing and what we're going for in this whole thing. Sleep is so important. I don't actually get eight hours. I think I get between six and seven a lot of the time. It's not just important for obviously tiredness levels, but you repair your body when you're sleeping. And I think if you can sleep more, you obviously repair your body more, which obviously in the long term will make you feel better. The next one is to put my phone away. Sometimes I do this when I'm just feeling a little bit like, okay, I just need a little breather because I am quite distracted by my phone. Like one minute I'll be checking emails, then the next I'll be on Instagram, then the next I'll be checking a to-do list and then five minutes has passed and I've 
I've not even ticked off one of those three things. I've just been going from thing to thing and that's something I do quite a lot of the time. Put my phone away, that's something I find just helps me feel a little bit disconnected from the world but in a good way when the world is too much. Next one, talk to a friend. Listen, you are not being a burden by telling your friends that you're struggling and if they make you feel that way, get rid of them. You don't need them. It's so important to just be honest and tell people when you're struggling. Half of the battle when you are feeling really sad is the fact that you feel like you can't talk to anyone and you've got all these heavy emotions that you don't know what to do with. I think it's so true what they say, a problem shared is a problem halved. The next one is do something creative. I'm quite a creative person in terms of love my podcast, love doing my YouTube, love creating lovely little thumbnails and pictures and all of that stuff. I really find that to be beneficial for me because it's almost like I've taken my brain out of a stressful situation and put my brain in a head that's more quiet, more calm and things are free-flowing and the energy's good. Like, you know when you're doing something you love and you just get that buzz off of it? That is literally how I feel. Even doing things like drawing and colouring in, like, I'm not good at that stuff, but I just like... It's just focusing on something different, isn't it? I think everyday life can be quite stressful and there's just always something to do, whereas when you do something creative, it's something you like, so you get those good endorphins. Again, like I mentioned earlier on, watch something funny. I love to watch funny films, comedies, which is a funny film. Well done, Em. And the last thing I like to do is just do something good for myself, whether it's go for a bath, treating myself to a little haircut, getting my nails done, getting a massage. It could even be something simple, like buying yourself some nice food that you love to eat, making something, baking something, buying a new pair of pyjamas, buying a new book. Whatever your idea of treating yourself is should be what you go for. And I think as well, like, doing nice things for yourself doesn't have to be a big, like, day. Yeah. I'll get you. <laughs> Mummy's trying to film this podcast and you're shouting in the background. Podcast. That's right. What's it called? I don't know. It's called a... Castle. No, not a castle. A podcast. Podcast. That's right. A podcast. Is there anything that you can't say? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You're the best boy in the whole... World. That's right, you are. Honestly, it doesn't even need to be anything huge. Like, read a book in bed, watch a film, light a candle, like, get your favourite snacks. It doesn't have to be something that's going to take, like, all day to do or even, like, an hour to do. Just do things that make you feel good. If it's sitting out in the back garden, watching the sunset, watching the sunrise, whatever it is, make sure you take that time for you because you are important. And when you're going through a stressful situation, you almost need to, like, wrap yourself in bubble wrap and just protect yourself and protect your energy and do whatever it is you need to do even if you need to lie in go to bed early whatever it is that makes you feel good do it because you're so worth it so guys that is the end of today's podcast don't mind my child jumping like a kangaroo in the background filming this episode today has been uh, interesting with baby boy in the background i will share a couple of clips but basically He doesn't seem to like me talking without him shouting. I really hope that you found this to be helpful. I try so hard to do episodes that you guys will relate to. 
I hope you guys loved today's episode. If you did, I would love it if you could let me know. It's just so important for me to share because I know that a few years ago, I would never have been able to do this. I love that you guys requested this one. Honestly, it means so much that you did. I would love you all to request more in the future. By the way, saying that, we need to do like a fun dating story one where you guys write in all your cringy dating moments or funny moments. I just want to do something funny and uplifting. Again, thank you so much for requesting this. If you want to come and say hello on our Instagram, you can do so by searching at heart to heart underscore official or you can search for me at Amelia Bell underscore. Right, I'm going to go send in so much love. Thank you all so much for spending your time with me. I'm so grateful and I'll see you all soon. Sending lots of love. Bye. Love you. <laughs>